0: Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. Well, it's another day to choose to be uh, confident and joyful in God, right? Glad you're with us today on the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. And I uh, do encourage you to let a friend know that you listen, and and uh, let them know uh, how they can get to the podcasts. Um, just my heart is I just want to minister life through God's Word on these podcasts and encourage the believer. For weeks and weeks now we've been talking about uh, healing being the will of God for the believer. And we have taken weeks and weeks to establish that. We've talked about um uh, some, what, what keeps healing from, from uh, manifesting. We've talked about how you can know the will of God is for you to be healed and whole and healthy. Uh, we have talked about uh, the healing covenant that God made with uh, the Israelites when they came out of Egypt in Exodus uh, 15. And we have talked about healing being in the atonement of Christ. We've talked about how to receive uh, healing by faith, went into great detail on that. And, uh, and then we've talked about planting seeds of health and healing. Now we're talking about healing hindrances because you can know that healing is the will of God and no really know what God's word says, but there are some things that can ease, uh, actually be like roadblocks to healing. you know if you're traveling somewhere and this has often happened to me and you're looking for your destination and look uh, you know a certain place you're going and there's a roadblock and you have to take a detour, well, it can hinder you and and keep you from getting to your destination, or it may take a whole lot longer. So, um, you know, same way with healing, we've got to understand that there are healing hindrances, or there are roadblocks to healing, and I have four major categories that I want to cover with this, and I started last time. The four major categories of healing hindrances are negative emotions, a misuse of the body, unforgiveness, and disobedience. So we're going to cover those one at a time, and hopefully in some fair detail. Last time, I started talking about uh, negative emotions and um, uh, and, and how uh, important it is to, to keep our internal life going well much sickness and disease as re- is a result of prolonged anger, hatred fear worry and a sense of guilt so don't internalize emotional pain and I mentioned last time what happened with me when uh, when I broke a tooth when I was riding my bike and how... Uh, and how the jar of the injury actually killed the root of a tooth, uh, in my uh, one of my teeth because uh, because my tooth didn't break it internalized the trauma of the um, of the bike wreck and eventually killed the root of the tooth and that's what and so that's what happens we've got to be careful with emotional pain a lot of people think that if it, they ignore you know challenging things that happen something that bothers them. Um, things that are a source of irritation from others um, uh, relationships that are sour if I, well if I just kind of ignore it then, then everything will be fine friends that's just not true what we do is we internalize that and it can, it can cause great harm to us so again that's why it's important for us to take care of the internal person Proverbs fifteen thirty says this a cheerful look brings joy to the heart good news makes good health proverbs fourteen thirty, and we looked at this last time a peaceful heart leads to a healthy body jealousy is like cancer in the bones the amplified old testament of proverbs fourteen thirty. a calm and undisturbed mind and heart are the life and health of the body but envy jealousy and wrath are like rottenness of the bones again the message paraphrase says this is a sound mind makes for a robust body but runaway emotions corrode the bones um and so we that's, that's why it's so important to take care of the internal person um you know i've often uh, illustrated it this way it, you, it, because i have people come to me and i've had people over the years come and say you know i'm just tired all the time i never feel like i have energy i never feel like i have strength and just feel always feel run down they can rest all night long and get up in the morning just Tired? If that's you, listen up. So, uh, one way I explain this is um, that if you could see, like, you, you ever you ever seen like uh, the internal parts of uh, of a motor where it had cogs, has a little cogs or wheels. One turns one way, one turns the other way. You know, the transmission in your car is that way. It's got it's got all kinds of. Uh, cogs or you know wheels with spikes on them one turns one way and the other turns another way and you gotta just see a piece of machinery with all these wheels or cogs in it and they're all turning well you know what that's sort of like inside of us what happens when we don't let go of 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 relational issues Um, we don't let go of uh, things that bother us we don't let go of worry and challenging things that occur from others. When we don't do that, it it builds up a toxicity on the inside and it literally wears us out. And it's, it's like having to keep a machine running on the inside and it's running 24-7 and it's running your batteries down, so to speak. So just understand that's why it's so important. Deal with the person on the inside. Um, what I do is take them before God and get really honest and clear with Him about what's bothering me and why. It's a way to cast your cares or worries on the Lord and see if we don't do that it definitely hinders health Proverbs 16, 24 amplified, says, this pleasant words are as a honeycomb sweet to the mind and healing to the body uh, Proverbs 18, uh, 12 and 13 now, I've, I've, I want to explain this a little bit um, uh, Proverbs 18, 12 and 13 says before destruction watch the heart of man is haughty or proudful and before honor is humility. And then verse 13 says, he who answers a matter before he hears it, it's folly and shame to him. Then verse 14 says, the spirit of man, listen, will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear. So, wow. Uh, New Living Translation of 12 and 13 says this, haughtiness goes before destruction, humility precedes honor, spouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. And then verse 14, New Living, the human spirit can endure, listen, a sick body, but who can bear a crushed spirit? That's why it's so important, you know, when you're being physically attacked that you make sure the inside of you is healthy. That is, your your relationship with the Lord is healthy. Your your human spirit is engaging God who is a spirit. And, you know, though the outward man perishes, 2 Corinthians uh says, the inward man is being renewed day by day. That's so important. There's a commentary on these verses I just read from Proverbs 18, 12 through 14. This is the Bible knowledge commentary notes. And um, the authors of this Bible knowledge commentary say this, it is also wrong to trust oneself. And then they say this verse should be read with two preceding verses. They're talking about verse 14, the human spirit bearing our weakness. Uh, and, and they mention uh, the word proud um, in in verse 12. Uh, it should read high, exalted, haughty, and um, it's a person who's haughty. And they say this: a person who thinks he's superior to others will experience a downfall. Humility, on the other hand, results in strength. And can give a person the determination to live. Can help bring him through an illness as physicians know. Then they go on to say, but if a person is crushed or stricken or prostrated inwardly, his inner strength is gone. Listen, medicine can hardly sustain him. A physically ill person can be borne along by his spirit. But if his spirit is down too, if he's depressed, who or what? Can lift him out of his illness. See, see, even, even. This is very common that inward strength produces outward strength, and inward pain produces outward illness and sickness. Spirit-filled life. Bible note on Proverbs eighteen forty. Um, a, a man's, a person's spirit will sustain their infirmity, but a wounded spirit. Who Can Bear Spirit-Filled Life? Bible says this, A broken spirit is one's personhood, which has been crushed by life's difficulties. It is often accompanied by depression. Healing such wounded personalities was part of Jesus' ministry. So again, it's just really important for us to take care of things on the inside. Don't leave open-ended relationships in your life. Allow the Lord to minister life to you. Pour your heart out you know uh, release your pain your emotional pressure to the lord tell him what bothers you and ask him to help you work it out it's so important to do that otherwise if we internalize things and you know i understand there are personalities that tend not to be expressive and if you have a personality and you tend to to harbor things inside and instead of letting them, go, letting them go and expressing them, then, you know, you could find yourself challenged physically as a result of that because the human body is not designed to withstand inward pressure. We're, the human body was designed uh, to be strong because we have an inner relationship a spiritual relationship with the Lord. If we don't have that spiritual relationship with the Lord, then we tend to trust ourselves. And then if we trust others and they let us down, it produces tremendous emotional anguish and pain. And that it's in itself can, can bring on illness and hinder the healing power of God. Proverbs 15, 13, A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of heart, the spirit is broken. New Living Translation of that says a glad heart, Proverbs 15, 13. A glad heart makes a happy face. A broken heart crushes the spirit. And so again, Bible Knowledge Commentary on uh, 15, 13. A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance. Listen, uh, Bible Knowledge Commentary says to, to a happy heart, a discerning heart, and a cheerful heart. He's uh, ta- talking about inner joy that brings life Um, it says it shows on a person's face but inner grief or heartache depresses a person's morale crushes the spirit so again um, this bible knowledge commentary goes on to say happiness and depression are issues of the heart what a person is inwardly has more lasting impact on his emotional state than do his circumstances do you hear that Listen, let me say it again. Happiness and depression are issues of the heart. What a person is inwardly has more lasting impact on his emotional state than do his circumstances. So again, some people it says hold up under difficult circumstances better than others because of inner strength. Wow. Then Proverbs 17.22, New Living Translation says... um, uh, well, King James says, a merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. The New Living Translation says, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. See? So what I am on in the inside uh, leaves an indelible print on me and affects outwardly my health. Dake uh, Annotated Reference Bible, Genesis Finning's Dake was a just really a... I uh, had a photographic memory annotated the, uh, just about every verse of the Bible that is put notes and references by it. And Dake's annotated reference Bible of this verse, Proverbs 17, 22, merry heart does good like medicine, says this, a merry heart does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. And he says this, a merry heart is healthful, but one completely broken in spirit and dejected, listen, will develop many physical illnesses. Nothing ruins health more than grief, continual worry, anxiety, fretfulness, bad tempers, hatred, and malice. The end of these things is death. We should rid ourselves of these destructive things. Boy, that is, that is a mouthful. I just can't encourage all of us, all of us have to do this. And listen, with the pressures of modern life and the pressures of the changes that we've seen in the United States and worldwide over the last several years with COVID-19, the restrictions, the lockdowns, and and the mandatory things that were really unconstitutional forced upon us, they have created such an angst inside of people and then they now there are just challenges with the, uh, with hyperinflation, inflation going haywire, the uh, devaluation of our money, the, the threat of war that looms on the horizon, um, the tyrannous uh, uh, acts of our current government. boy i see all, what does that do? It creates internal angst and that's why every one of us must have time every day where we just seek the Lord and pray. And, and ask him to help us. That's why Proverbs 3 says this in verse 5, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Verse 6 says, Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Verse 7 says, Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord. Turn away from evil. And then I'll watch the result. Verse 8, Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones, see see what I am on the inside. That's the reason, uh, let me say it again, God created us in his image, y'all. He created us not to tool through this world by ourselves, he created us to depend on him. And and he wanted he wanted there to be such a relationship individually between each human and him that he directs our paths. He shows us what to do. He grants us wisdom as we work with the creation he placed to us in, and he gives us wisdom and what to do with our time, what to do with our days, what to do with our life, what to eat, how to clothe ourselves, how to uh, how to uh, take care of our families, how to. Uh, How to address all of the issues of life. We're not designed to do it alone. And if we try to do it alone, it creates pressure. And our bodies simply cannot handle the pressure of living outside of a relationship with the Lord. So let me just pause right here and say, look, if you don't know Jesus, cry out and say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus is the Son of God. The Bible says he is the God-man. That means Jesus was sinless and Jesus was born with a relationship with God. Jesus Jesus, um, was not under Satan's control, rule, and tyranny. Jesus had a relationship with God and Satan couldn't touch him. And and Jesus was was what Adam was before he sinned. He was the God-man. He had a relationship with God and he was human. And that's, that's the Christ. That is the God man we know as Jesus the Christ. And and see, Jesus showed us how to live. Jesus had a relationship and he showed us how to do it. See? Adam and Eve before they sinned, they had relationship with God. And when they sinned, they broke that relationship with God. And every person born since the first man, Adam and his wife Eve, sinned, we're born without a relationship with God. And my friend, if you don't know Jesus, you do not have a relationship with God. There are lots of world religions, but Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. So again, you know, we've got to have fellowship with God. We must if we're going to be successful in life. And, you know, uh, I say, say, what I need to do, Um, uh, Pastor Mitch? What do I do if I don't know Jesus? Fall on your face, confess your sins. The Bible says we must repent. Repent Repent means a total changing of how you think and what you do. See, it's it's an inward thing that says, you know what, I can't do life anymore this way. And you give your life to Jesus Christ and say, God, whatever you say in, in the Bible, I want to do. So you know what, if you don't know Jesus and you're listening to this, the Bible says if you confess with your mouth, Romans 10, 9, the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. It says with your heart you believe unto righteousness or right standing with God. And with the mouth confession, is made unto salvation. So again, uh, you know, fall on your face and ask God to forgive you. Confess that you're a sinner. Confess that you've been living wrong. Confess that you've been living without God. Confess that you've been living life your own way. Confess that you've been violating God's standards uh, for living and uh and just ask him to forgive you and cleanse you. And ask you and, and embrace Jesus as your Savior. Tell the Lord that you believe that Jesus is the Son of God. That he died for your sins when he died on the cross almost 2,000 years ago. And that, and that when he rose from the dead, it means, that, it means that you can be forgiven and cleansed. Jesus took your sins so you can be free. And if you'll embrace him, you'll come alive on the inside. You'll be spiritually reborn you'll experience what Jesus called in John chapter 3, the new birth. And see, your spirit will come alive. Then you'll have a relationship with the Lord. And in that relationship, as you come upon the pressures of life, just call out and say, Lord, I need your help. Tell him what it is and ask him to help you. And believe when you pray, he does it. You know what it does? It helps relieve the tension, helps relieve the stress and pressure. It's so important, so important to do that. Here, Here again, look at this. Here's another scripture It's very interesting. Proverbs 12 verse 4, New Living Translation, a worthy wife is a crown to her husband, but a disgraceful woman is like cancer in his bones. See so your, oh, so your relationships can have an indelible print on your health. And Bible Knowledge Commentary says of this verse, Proverbs 12, 4, a wife of noble character is like a crown on her husband's head, that is, her strength of character Uh, makes her husband proud and honored. She adds dignity to him. Conversely, a disgraceful wife, one who is not noble or strong morally, decays his bones, all right? Uh, uh, Her shame gives him inner pain. So see, um, turmoil in your personal close relationships. And, hey, marriage is the closest relationship that humans can have. It should be. You know what it says? If there's turmoil there, it can hinder your health, okay? That's why you've got to deal with it. There is a wonderful doctor from South Africa uh, called uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Uh, she's written several books on the brain. She's a, she's a research scientist for all things the human brain. And, um, and she's got a book entitled, Who Switched Off My Brain? And uh, I want to read uh, an excerpt from that and listen to what she says about the brain. And she's talking about hear about inner turmoil and what it does to physical health. So here is the quote from, again, Dr. Caroline Leaf from the book Who Switched Off My Brain, pages four and five, says this. Your brain can be compared to a prolific factory producing a variety of chemicals depending on what type of emotion you are experiencing. Depending on whether or not these emotions are toxic to your body, the chemicals will either help you or harm you if they the chemicals are harmful they create conditions for a host of health problems that will manifest in both body and the mind emotions that regularly release a torrent of destructive chemicals that will be the most damaging over time are and then she lists um she lists uh emotions that release destructive chemicals. And here they are. Unforgiveness, anger, rage, resentment, depression, worry, anxiety, frustration, fear, and then excessive grief and guilt. And again, here are the emotions that regularly Release a torrent, according to Dr. Caroline Leaf, of destructive chemicals, that will be the most damaging over time. Unforgiveness, anger, rage, resentment, depression, worry, anxiety, frustration, fear, and uh, excessive grief and guilt. Research shows that around eight. Listen, research shows. She goes on to say, shows that around 87 percent of illnesses can be attributed to our thought life and approximately 13% to diet, genetics, and environment. Studies conclusively link more chronic um, diseases, also known as lifestyle diseases, to an epidemic of toxic emotions in our culture. These toxic emotions can cause migraines, hypertension, strokes, cancer, skin problems, diabetes, infection, and allergies, just to name a few. And then she concludes by saying this, studies also point to a direct correlation between anxiety and fear and heart palpitations, irritable bowel syndrome, tension, headaches, and heart problems. Wow. Quite simply, there is no longer any doubt that what and how you think affects your emotional and physical state. The mind and the body are integrally connected. Wow. That is a strong, strong statement. So I'm going to stop right there today. Here's the encouragement. If you have angst on the inside, maybe it's broken relationships. Maybe you've gone through a divorce. Maybe you're struggling, and maybe you're married, and you're struggling in your marriage. Maybe you're having tension with your children. Maybe your children are teenagers, and I know what that's like. We've had four. I understand. Or maybe they're adults, and they're having problems. Or maybe it's your grandchildren. Maybe it's in your office. Maybe it's on your job. Maybe there's division and maybe there's some angst between you and your boss or coworkers or other, people, other factors in the job that you have is creating a great deal of inward pressure. You've got to deal with those kinds of things. The First thing I do, and, you know, there's no way to be absent of pressure in life. Let's get real. But what can we do? We, we, can, we can deal with our pressure. Instead of bottling it up, holding it inside, we can let it go. How? You get somewhere by yourself. And I learned this as a young man. 18, 19 years old, I learned that because I bottled things up all of my life until I came to Jesus when I was almost 18. You go to God, find a quiet place where nobody can hear you, and you tell him the good, the bad, the ugly, and then the indifferent. I'm going to say this over and over again over the course of this, and you just pour your heart out and say, God, I'm struggling, I'm bothered. This happened, this happened, so-and-so said this. I responded this way. And, Lord, it's bothering me. I ask you to help me. And then you've got to make a choice to forgive, and we'll get to that in another lesson. But got to be willing to forgive people that have said things that are hurtful or demeaning to you or, or done things that have hindered your life in some way. You know, it may be the government that's hindered you. It could be an entity. It could be a business. It could be a person. It could be a group of people or whatever. It could be a church. It could be your pastor whatever. You've got to let it go. So as we conclude, see, Philippians 4, 6 says, Don't worry over anything whatever. Tell God every detail of your need in earnest and thankful prayer. So I'm going to leave you with that today. Some of us may need to go somewhere, you know, uh, if you can now, do it. Go take a walk. Uh, I've often taken walks and poured my heart out to the Lord. Or get off by yourself if you've got a break at work. or When you get home, uh, go in the bathroom, turn the fan on so nobody can hear you. And just quietly pour your heart out to the Lord. You know, and you know what you'll find? The pressure valve will kick in. And you release the inward repre- pressure. And God will begin to help you. Lord, I ask you to help us deal with internal pressures that are created by all of the things that life creates. Help us, Father God. Help us to deal with ourselves. Help us to be honest with you. And help us to let go of the inner turmoil that can damage our physical health. And be a road glo- roadblock. Help us to deal with the negative emotions. In Jesus' name. Well, God bless you. I hope your day goes great. looking forward to talking to you next time. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church weekly podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe or leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Uh, Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly... If you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at I would love to hear from you. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.